Has your local footy club had a recent clangor or challenge? Well, Amy is here to help. The Amy Clangers for Good competition is back for 2024. This year, Amy are donating $10 for every clangor recorded during the AFL season with eight community clubs in the chance to win up to $15,000. If you want your club to go into the running in 100 words or less, tell us how Amy can help your club bounce back from a recent challenge. Enter now at amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. That's amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good. T's and C's apply. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Welcome back to the Dylan Friends podcast. This week, huge guest. I love this bloke. He's recently come off a big, big contract extension with the Giants. He's as humble as they come. He's a family man, got an incredible work ethic, and more importantly, he's one of my mates, Stephen Cornelio. Cogs talks through how he's handled this season and how he's come to his decision to stay with the Giants, his views on gratitude and visualisation, uh, his interests outside of footy, and in the Dylan Friends First, as you'll hear in the podcast, Cogs and I are doing our bit to help six kids at the Children's Hospital in Westmead. If you want to help out, check out the link in the show notes, and I'll also have a link on my homepage of the website, www.dylanfriends.com. Also... A massive shout-out to Bonds Australia. This show would not be possible without your help. If you want to keep your boys cool, check out Bonds' new X-Temp undies. Let's go. Hi, this is the Dill and Friends podcast. I'm Deborah, Dylan's mum. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you like the show as much as I do. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now, the Giants thought they had it tough negotiating with this bloke. I've been in negotiations for over 12 months. Welcome to the show, Stephen Canelio. Thank you very much for coming on, brother. No, thanks, Dil. It's been, a, like you said, mate, a long time in the works, but I'm happy to be here. <laughs> but look, mate, I'd like to normally explain how we first met. Yeah. And um, our, our opinions on this differ a little bit, but it wasn't a great first meeting. Uh, yeah. From my end, uh, anyway. Yeah, from your end. Yeah, why don't you go first? Well... Um, it still hurts me to this day, actually. But uh, basically, for the for the listeners out there, we were in New York, yes, New York, sir. New York. Correct, that's correct. And uh, I was with KJ, Christian Jacks, uh, one of my good friends. Um, and you were with some major with Buggy, uh, He Shaw, and um, a couple others. Yep. Anyway, we're lining up for a lining up to get into a, a club, and uh, I was getting introduced to a few people. Shorey, uh, yeah, mate, Shorey, nice to meet you. Nice, uh, good to see you, Buggy. Good to see. You. This is Cogs. Cogs, still. You put out your hand. It was a wet fish. No <laughs> eye contact. No eye contact. And I, I don't think you even looked me in the eye. 
And uh, since then, we, we hadn't spoken. Maybe maybe I was intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> I'd seen I'd seen some some videos of you on YouTube. I hadn't really mixed it with too many AFL Melbourne players. Maybe it was that. I, I don't think it was, mate. And uh, look, to be honest, when I first got to the Giants as well, that was the first thing I thought. I was like, fuck me. Stephen Cornelio, I do not like this bloke. <laughs> <laughs> my, my recollection's a little bit different, but I think with, with the New York thing, we've actually had... Well, we obviously live in the same city now. Yes. We spent some time in Paris together and we New did. York, so it's been, a, it's been a good couple of years. And that's what I wanted to get into because we have made up now. Yep. We are two very different people, I would say, but uh, I think we share the same values. Yep, I'd say so. Our friendship has just gone from zero to 100, and I hope you know how much I love you now. Um, and, and I think from the tough times, we've, we've made good. So um, <laughs> I thank you for that. Uh, sometimes you've got to experience the bad to, to know how good the good is. Um, That's correct, yep. But, mate, look, again, so happy to have you on the show. So much to, so much to get into. I want to I really just touch it all because you're a busy man, and I know your time is money, and uh, let's get into it. So it's been a fantastic career so far. It's just starting. But um, I want to go back to the start. So, under-16s, WA, did you play in that – were you playing footy at that stage for the national team? So, I played um, – I was in the under-16s for WA. You were? And I got – yeah. I, I, I did – I hurt my knee about a week before. I, I stupidly played a, a school game, which I shouldn't have. And then um, it, it cost me for the carnival. And So, uh, you didn't go to the, the carnival? I went – I went, strapped it up, and lasted about, I think, a game. Right, because I was going to say, I was too busy with the ball in my hands, actually. Like the Vic Metro captain under 16. Well, that's why I was intimidated yeah. in New York. Ah, that, it, makes yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I still had these flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, I was too... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't remember you at all, yeah. um, like I said. But um, that was sort of my first recollection. I was like, well, Cogsy, this bloke's gone top three in the draft. In my draft, I've never heard of the bloke. Yeah. But there was a game, I suppose, where it all happened for you. And where you did burst in the scenes, it's early days. So you're playing with Swan Districts, yep. famous story. Um, you've won the grand final. You've kicked four. Yeah. Seventeen year old. Sixteen year old. Sixteen, mate. Sixteen. I was, year gonna, old. I was waiting for you. To so that carnival right. really stung you. Saw me running around. Well, that's what. Yeah, it did. It did. It, it, it spurred me on for a number of reasons. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you with the ball in hand, yeah. that's probably the probably the biggest. Well, yeah, there you go. So talk yeah. me through that that grand final because. I've heard obviously all the stories, but sixteen years old, four goals. Yep. Cracker. Yeah. He's playing in the game as well. You beat Subiaco. Uh Claremont. Claremont. So, yeah. And it was like one point. Yeah. So. Yeah. Pretty like pretty much it was a. Uh, this is before obviously in, in the last couple of years West Coast and and Fremantle have have their own sides now. I think yep. um, Freo with Peel Thunder and West Coast have their own have their own waffle side, but before. Before this, you could actually play for so the likes of Michael Walters, Nick Nanui, could play for their local club growing up. Um, so yeah, my, my son, son, played, Michael Walters played in that game. Um, a number of ex or, or current AFL listed players were were playing, and um, I, I came in. I was sixteen. I, I was playing Colts footy at that time. Came in, uh, debuted round twenty two. So for me, that was a massive thrill. Um, Huge. Uh, yeah, played round twenty two, round twenty three. Uh, got selected for the first final. Um, was okay. We played Claremont, um, and we lost by ten goals. And they were just by far the best, the best team going around. Um, they dominated. The, I think I don't, I don't even know if they would lost a game. Maybe one throughout the whole year. The next week, played East Perth in the prelim. Um, we we won, won by about thirteen points. I think just over 
um, just over two goals, and I played horrific, and I was I was worried I was going to get dropped for the for the grand final, but um, it came down to I reckon the last yeah training night before the game I reckon, and and uh, the coach came up and said you're playing, so I was I was wrapped. I had you know obviously had gotten a lot of tickets for my family and whatnot, and yeah. got the nod to play, and then um, yeah, so I, I reckon I can't remember. I'm not a betting man either, but the, the odds for Clement would have been. Close to the dollar one mark. So they were the bee's knees at this stage. Yeah. They were, under, they were yeah. not going to be beaten. They're not going to be beaten. And, um, yeah, fortunately we had, you know, some really some really good players. And Andrew Cracker, I think, had the best game by an individual ever recorded by champion data that day. And, um, yeah, just fond memories, I think, even uh, looking back on my career, um, especially it was a club that I grew up playing for yeah. and barracking for. Yeah, a thrill for me. I think it was a, yeah amazing moment. I still can remember... Vividly, and I'll tell, I'll tell a story when it was like, for me, the actual like self-belief or the actual, like, not so much laws of attraction, but the actual, where, where the self-belief really started for me, my career was like before the game, where just taking it in, I was out in the oval, got there really early, and Josh Roberts, who was a captain at the time, um, was standing with me in the centre circle, and he goes, how good's this kid, you know, I said, oh, mate, this is unreal, I can't believe I'm here. He said, you'll kick four today. Because at that time, I was playing half forward. Yeah. Obviously, I kick a few goals now, Dil, but yeah. once upon <laughs> a time now, I, I played in the midfield and never kicked goals. And, and he goes, you'll kick four today. And I, and I like, I didn't I didn't really know how to like act at that point. I didn't know whether to laugh to the captain or whatever. Yeah. I, I just took it seriously and went, you know what? Hey, if he can believe me, then why can't I believe in yeah. myself? And um, yeah, I went out. Um, couple on the right, couple on the left. And, uh, <laughs> Bob's your uncle, and uh, yeah, and uh, one by a point. So it was yeah, magic day. When like that game, obviously you won by a point. So in the game, was it like goal for goal? Did they have a lead? Was it? It was pretty tight. Yeah. It was pretty tight throughout the whole thing. They had they kicked a goal. Uh, we we actually had I can't remember who went down. I think it might have been Graham Jetter, Lewis's brother. Yeah, uh, he went down with an injury with about five minutes left. And he he took it, he took an eternity to get off, and so which meant the quarter just kept going. Yeah, they kicked the goal, which which was around the thirty minute mark, which everyone thought was done. Yeah, as players, we didn't really know how long was left, so oh, we thought it was game over. And then um, next minute, the Andrew Cracker pops up with an incredible goal to cap off a incredible game. And there was about ten seconds left from that. So five points down, and he's kicked the goal, win by one. Yeah. So it was you just couldn't, you really probably couldn't nah, write was, a better script. Well, it was, it was it was just one of those ones. I think yeah, it was a still for me. I know I've you know, played a bit of AFL footy now, but for mm. me it was a really special moment for me and my family. So you talk about the belief from that. Obviously, it did wonders for you. From that, do you feel that that was when your sort of everyone started to take notice? Yeah, you you obviously top three pick. Um, that was when you were sixteen. So the next two, you know, twelve months really is that time to get drafted. Yeah. What was it like from then on? No, I, I think I was blessed in the fact that I, I did have a moment where I was like, it did elevate me a lot, yeah. um, I guess, internally and externally. Um, it did. It helped me with my cricket as well. I remember yeah. I had a carnival after that where I, I, I had, a, had a really good cricket carnival with WA and my, my actual just self-belief and hunger and drive just went to a new level. And yeah. I didn't get selected in the AIS um, my first year, so that drove me on. And then I was a top-age player and... Just being in that elite environment, I guess, yeah. gave me that that belief, and um, I guess that that uh, that name going into my final year before I got drafted, where you know I was I was, I was lucky in a way that JWS had a 
had a plan for, for, for me and for, and for Johnny sort of early day where I knew I had my head going around to, to yeah. Sydney. Yeah, it's huge. It's funny when you say that because, like, I look back at our junior careers now, not junior when we're on our way through, and I think for me one thing I reflect on is that I think I had to learn later on how to work hard and how to deal with setbacks because at the time when I was younger, I was playing good footy, I was always sort of selected for teams. And then once I got to the AFL and they were sort of like, no, no, you're not playing this week. I didn't know how to take that. Yeah. And it probably took me like, you know, my whole career really to work that out. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I have worked it out now, but not with footy, just with life in yep. general. You, you work out those sort of how to like face an opportunity. And I always say now is like life is like there's so many opportunities. There's yep. so many um, There's so many things that happen. So something will happen in life. And the one thing I like to say is it's not how, it's not what happens, it's how you react to it. Yep. So these things, like you said, you didn't get selected for all these things, but you just went harder and harder and harder. And I think that that takes it back to even when you got drafted to Sydney, your first few years weren't how you wanted them to be. Yep. Like you were injured, you were in and out a little bit. Yeah, correct. And um, it, would you say that that would be the same sort of theory that you've you've picked up? No, I, lo- I, lo- I love your quote. And I think if you can... Um you can align that to to anything in life, as you said, um, not not just sport, but you know, particular for for me and for for kids coming into the AFL system now. And it might be immaturity, it might might just be the, the nature of AFL, where you, you you think you work hard to get to a certain level and you get drafted, and that's such a that's such a big step. That's yeah. what thousands of hundreds of thousands of kids dream of doing. And then you get to that level, and if you don't keep working hard, or if you think you're working hard but you're actually not, it it ends up biting you back yeah. in some way down the track. And I think for me, um, figuring out what was what was working hard and what was actually working to get better was the biggest mm. difference, I think. Um, what were those things that, that, that at Giants you had to work on that you didn't think you had to? I think for me it was like... I could always find the ball, yeah. But that that particular that, that defensive sort of running the the two way aspect of, of playing in the midfield now yeah. was was something for me that was um, you know I, I got dropped twice for it, and I, I think Toby was exactly the same. And I remember in, in our second year it was tough. To, we only won one game that year, and and I was I was in and out of the team for for the for, for the second for the second part of that year. I had a couple of injuries, and for me that was a really sort of um, you know, important year mm. uh, for me individually. I wasn't. I was like, hang on a minute. Am I? I've come in as number two pick. Am I? Yeah. I was questioning myself. I was questioning. But like you said, everything happens for a reason, and, and it's how you react to to those situations. And um, I just, I just worked hard and, and worked better. More importantly, I'd like I always say to say to our younger players now: are you, are you working to work or are you working to get better? Yeah. And there's a, and there's a big difference with that. And um, I tried to just break it down. Um, Changed my lifestyle to to a point where footy was, you know, what I get paid for, and it was my job. So I have to dedicate more time to actually thinking about how I'm getting better and how I'm improving in that. And I think for me that was that was the most important step that I made in my career. Mm. And do you reckon moving to Sydney away from family and friends helped you focus on that all? Because I feel if I look at mine, I think that I stayed in Melbourne, lived at home. Yeah. I was with my friends, I was with my family and everything was comfortable. I was never forced to ever sort of make a hard decision. And I only For sure. I only really got that when I moved to Sydney and thought, well, shit, mum's not here now to come and do the washing for me. Like, I can't yeah, just... Exactly. You know, That's, that was, I was literally just about to say that yeah. same thing, cooking, cleaning, yeah. 
paying bills, everything like that, it forces you to grow up so quickly. So I was fortunate in that regard that I had to grow up a lot quicker and, and for life experience in general, I think yeah. just moving away from home is, is, a, is a great thing yeah. to do, not just for footy, but yeah. for, for, for everyone in life. Yeah. No, 100%. I think for me, moving to Sydney was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Just you you learn so much about yourself um, in that time. Look, there's no doubt all those, all those um, sort of setbacks and where you are now has obviously come to your new contract. Yep. Congratulations. Huge. <laughs> yeah. So, so happy for you. Um, no one deserves it more than you, mate, because I've seen the work that you've put in. So, firstly, a massive, massive congratulations. But there were times this year where, obviously, it was crazy. Like, I, you, obviously, I didn't know what you are doing. The club didn't know what you were doing. Um, obviously, historically with contracts, the longer you drag it out, the less likely it looks. Yep. Um, what was this year like for you, like, emotionally playing off field um those decisions you had to make like what was that like no first of all thanks for the um, <laughs> the congratulations and um oh yeah obviously this it's it's been a it's been a different year um i wouldn't say I, I, it, it was definitely challenging but i was in i had options and I, that's yeah. why that's why i kept reminding myself i'm like I'm not. I'm not a kid in Africa here that doesn't have food yes, or that, yes. that, that someone that's you know doesn't actually have a club for next year i've I've got some some really good clubs interested, some big clubs interested. Um, I, I like it where I am here, so it was just about figuring out the right answer. Well, not not so much the right answer, but the one that felt best for me. Mm. And I think um, I think that was when when people ask why did it take so long, it was because I didn't have that have that answer. Yeah. And um, at times, I think throughout the year, I was questioning myself and and um, actually what I wanted to do. Did I did I want to leave? And ex- like you were just saying there, I've I've been in Sydney for for eight years now, so do I want to go to Melbourne or Perth and and try something different, mm. be close to my family, or just go some, meet, start a new network, start living in a new city, not just for footy but for life in in, yeah. in in general as well. I think because I didn't have a clear answer, that was that was the hardest thing for me. And, and the longer it went on, it wasn't for me that I was more likely to leave. It was just I just hadn't figured out what I wanted to do yet. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was. It was a, a challenging year, and I, and I think Josh Kelly went through it a couple of years years ago with with, with our club, and I, you know, took my hat off to him the way the way, the way he handled himself. But yeah, I, I just came back to every morning. I've, I've got a um, I've got a thing in my diary, uh, and that I, that I keep in my phone that I read every morning, and I just uh, just remind myself of what I'm grateful for in life, yes. and just break it down to the simplest form. And I think that. That's where I'm at my best in terms of as a person, and um, so I just reminded myself on a, on a daily, and, and I just felt that when I did that, I was still my normal self around the yes. footy club, and didn't let it affect my relationships with people and, and drag out. So that was that was for me how I handled it. No, you definitely didn't let it affect anything. To be honest, you couldn't have handled it any better. Um, it's just incredible, mate. And you touch on the gratitude, which we will get back to a bit later, but. You said before, like you obviously had to do your due diligence. Um, there's so many factors. There's, like you said, setting yourself up for life. There's expanding your networks. There's the go home factor of going back to your family because you're so family orientated. Um, it was funny. One of the comments you made, I think it was when you had a chat with Clarko, and you said it felt like yeah. you were cheating on your girlfriend. Yeah. What was it like? You know, at those stage, actually shopping around. Like, we talk yeah. about the the average man wouldn't know. Um, you know, when I got. When I um when me and Carlton decided to part ways, it was sort of like I came up here for a meeting with the Giants and like this is what we offer. I said, "How about this?" And they go, 
no, 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 this is what we offer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so for you, what, yeah. was that, what was that like when you're sitting down with other clubs, like sort of negotiating that? Yeah, it was it was a it was a different. I've, I've never like I've never been in a position where I've thought of leaving or, or yeah, entertained the yeah. thought of leaving. I've always yeah. extended out early, so that process was was really like obviously talking to Carlton. I was still talking talking about you a lot of the time. Yeah, so it was, it. It was we stuffed it, up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, like if you come, we'll deal come. Yeah. Well, you know, like, a lot of that stuff. But um, I heard the one reason you didn't go there was you said, look. I've got to come. I'm going to come back, but I've got to bring Deal with me. And they said, nah, Deal's off the table. <laughs> <laughs> That's what fell through. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was, a, it was, a, I think it's just where AFL is getting to. And I think you yeah. look at a lot of sports around the world, they obviously, um, they obviously have that with maybe NBA and, and, and Premier and the Premier League and soccer being the most notable in terms of players moving around and, and, and having conversations with clubs. But I, I was glad that I actually did that and still could make a decision off the back of it. Um, but yeah, as I said, I don't have a girlfriend, so I don't know. <laughs> don't know what it would be like to do that. But that's what I referenced. It was just like, hang on a minute, like yeah. you try and do it in a way so the club doesn't know. But yeah, ultimately in the AFL, everyone, everyone finds, finds out everything. That. Yeah, no, mate. And as I said, it's a credit to yourself. You signed with the club. You're you're that loyal. Um, I, I had a bit of a joke around with you. you. Signed seven years. I said, mate, if you were loyal enough, you would have signed eight. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, you've signed. Obviously, you've turned down incredible money to stay somewhere. That you love um and i think that you know i obviously understand why the, the up here is just incredible and what the giants have not just on the field but off the field is is something very special so you've made the the right decision no thanks man mate let's get to know Stephen a bit more off field you're a very very busy man you're a very busy man um and one thing you do have off field is you love your family yeah mum jane dad sandro you got jono jacob and lauren um I've heard all good things from your siblings. Very, very good people. And I might just give you a quick shout out, um, Jono. Yep. Fantastic man. Paramedic. He is a paramedic, yep. Also a budding film artist. He made that incredible doco of you that's going to be coming out soon. Yeah. The, the short film, but he's an incredible filmer. We've got Jacob. He just debuted a couple of weeks ago for West Perth, was it? For Perth. For Perth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so well done on that, mate. And, and Lauren, she was voice of an angel. She is, yeah. She's got a... She's got a um, a voice which uh, I hope she does some good things in she the future will be. for sure. And I've already locked her in because I know this time next year she's going to be doing some incredible things. So, Lauren, we've already locked in that episode. Um, looking forward to doing that one with her. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get her on. Mate, there's one thing that was uh, consistent though with, with your brothers and sisters and it's that you are the favourite son. Yeah, that's correct. You, you, you don't deny this? Um, uh, early days, I tried to shy away from it, but yeah. I think uh, the the more and more I've, I've gotten older, I'm definitely uh, definitely the favourite son. Yeah, for sure. What? Give me some. Give me some things that Sandro does to. to uh, coming home early from work really <laughs> is the is the, is the biggest one. Like taking. Take, I shouldn't say taking days off work. He <laughs> probably uses a different excuse um, to, to get out of them. But if, when I when I'm back, he he will, he will try and spend as, as much time. Yeah. With me, um, uh, I think some some like some trips to Sydney, watching yeah. like watching some games. I think there was a situation a couple of years ago where my brother Jacob was playing in a final for Swans, and <laughs> I was playing. And it might have been, even been like around twenty three <laughs> final here, and, and Dad came over uh, for that. So just just little things like that, Mum, and, and then Mum's regard like 
my mum's cooking is just exceptional. Yes. And there's only certain dishes that come out when I'm back in town, yeah. I think. Yeah, so that's that's, that's probably the main one from the from the from my mum's side. That's good, man. That is good. <laughs> Shout out to Jane and Sandra. I know they're big fans of the yeah. show. Yeah, beautiful people. They, they they listen. They listen. Um also some very exciting news in the family. Uh excited to be an uncle. Yeah, I'm I'm sure if I'll go with the Zeal, which is the Italian uh, Zeal, is Zeal. That yeah, uncle? I think I'll get yeah Zeal's uncle. So okay. I don't know whether I'll go with Uncle Uncle Cogs Zeal. or Zeal yeah, Cogs. Zeal yeah. Um, but yeah, unbelievable news for for the family. My, my brother's only two years older older than me, so in terms of um, our kids growing up together, highly unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, rap rap for rap for him, and I think the only person that's um. Not actually over, over the moon is my dad being called a grandfather or, or a non <laughs> at his young age. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, that's in a couple of weeks. So it's actually it's actually exciting. come up really quick. So exciting. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must-win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble. Um, mate, so you've touched on it. You're the, fa- you're the favourite child. We know that. But there was maybe a time when mum and dad were pretty disappointed. <laughs> and it was with you and Jacob. Yeah. They've got their famous light fittings in there. <laughs> They've had since they were married. Yeah. Okay. Wedding gift. It was the wedding gift. Yep. Um, You've done your homework, haven't you? You and Jacob, being some rascals as young kids, playing footy in the house. Yep. And you can take over the rest. Yeah, that was a. Um, yeah, we always we always like you're probably the same. The the two socks strapped up together. We're playing upstairs at our place, so um, the stairs from from that level to to upstairs had these 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 light fittings that my mum and dad had. Yeah, since they since they got they got it from both of their parents for 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 their wedding for for their wedding gift. So it was they, they were really really expensive. Great lights, um, and literally my whole childhood was. My mum would be yelling, "Stop playing, stop playing up there! You're gonna break the lights! Stop playing up there! You're gonna break the lights!" Um, and then one day in particular, Jacob and I were just uh, doing our thing and and playing up there. Mum sent out a couple of reminders, and then next minute, Jacob says it was me. I says it was him. Just kick kicked this ball stupidly over, or kicked the socks over stupidly, and and, and took out two of them. Um, to glass shattering everywhere. <laughs> My mum yelling from the kitchen, what was that? Um, and then... Well, I've heard from there that you've whimpered upstairs and hid in the roof for two hours. Well, that was... What, what are you meant to do? Do you go downstairs or do you run away? And that, at that point, I said, uh, we, ran, we ran, onto the, ran onto the balcony, jumped onto the roof. Uh, Perth, summertime, it's like... It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's tin roof. So we're on the roof for like... Two hours. My dad was my dad was playing cricket, so this is probably like I reckon this is like two o'clock. We're there till four, and then my mum's like yelling, "Where are these boys? Where are these boys?" So she's she's trying to find my brother's trying to find us. It was hot on that roof, deal. <laughs> it was hot, and then she, and then finally they found us. We're both on the roof crying. 
she's going, wait till your father gets home. Dad, dad doesn't get a cricket, doesn't finish till about six. So, so no joke, we're on the roof. Oh, my God. For about four and a half hours in the end uh, until dad finally That's talked. where you got your colour. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's where I got my colour. Um, and then... I don't know what the punishment was after that, but it was it was definitely silent treatment from from from. Did dad you get punished or was it just Jake? No, we both got. We got but I can't remember the exact one, but Dad always used to just give silent treatment, which uh, which killed me the most. Yeah, that's always hurts more. It's like yeah. I'm not angry; I'm just disappointed. <laughs> that that one, yeah, that that really hurts. Yeah. Hey, Tommy. G'day, Dill. Mate, why are you sweating so much? Oh, mate, I'm trying to get this sloppy rig in shape for summer, but I've got a serious problem, Dylan. Oh, really? What's that? I'm really overheating, especially me old boys. Mate, have you not tried Bond's new X-Temp undies? What's Bond's X-Temp undies? Mate, they're Bond's new undies that help regulate ball temp. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, when the body temp rises, cooling kicks in to help evaporate sweat and expel heat. Gee whiz, mate, where can I get me hands on a pair of these bad boys? www.bonds.com.au oh, Say it again for me, www.bonds.com.au oh, I just added a few to the card as you've spoken. Surf the web, brother. Good on you, mate. See ya. Uh, mate, so the family's good. We're all healthy there. We love it. We love the family. Um, but something also you love is your friends. Uh, not just me. You have other ones. Uh, very close with Jaeger, Omir, uh, Dane, and Cammy. Got to yeah. give them a shout out. Yeah, give them a They're shout. Great out. men. We that love, awesome. we love them. Shout out, boys. How good was Paris? Yeah, um, we, yeah. We had a fantastic time over there. But in all seriousness, uh, Jaeger's obviously being another dominant player in the AFL. What's that friendship like? Is it? Do you drive each other? Do you support each other? Are you competitive? Yeah, it was always like. Um, yeah, initially I think before we got drafted and then he had a pretty good indication he was going to the Gold Coast and, and I was going to the Giants. So it was like, let's go like, you know, play play, play for a couple of years and we'll meet up together one day back, back in Perth playing for West Coast. We, yeah. Like, you know, it was it was, it was, it was sort of that. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the obviously we're great friends in terms of football-wise. It's like that. We, we, we drive each other to, to get better. We obviously, a lot of our travelling we do together. So in terms of like, training in the off season or yeah. um experiencing life we've gone through a little bit together but um yeah very competitive like very competitive in terms of when when we do play each other yeah and, uh, but just a good balance between that and having fun and, and enjoying life how much was that a factor like in the 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 trade period you said you wanted to play together was that one of the things that you w- would have liked to do yeah yeah, been good. Yeah, I've, I've always, I've always thought like, obviously, I've got, I've made some amazing friends here. You're one yes, of them. Yes, yes. The Giants, um, which you want to play for as long as possible. But I think, um, uh, yeah, playing, playing with him was definitely like a, was definitely a draw card for me and, um, and for you know the memories you can sort of create for your life. Yeah, we might have to eat up, um, Jason McCartney. Yeah, get him up to the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> the big man. Yeah. Um, Mate, there's another thing that so we chatted on before about the gratitude. We we always talk about gratitude with each other. So yep. our, our our chats about this. And there's one thing that I love about you. You're in this WhatsApp group. Okay, it's with some random people just from all over the shop. And basically you send in random acts of kindness, gratitude quotes, etc. Yeah. Tell us a bit about it. So pretty much that started from um when I got injured when I ha- when I had my syndesmosis uh, um ankle surgery a couple of years ago. 
I was coming back from that and then I, I redid it. And so I spent about 18 weeks in 18 to 20 weeks in rehab. And um, I just I just came up with this idea or concept of starting a WhatsApp group. Um, I told I got two people involved. Um, one was one was Buggy, um, Tom Bug, Tom Bug, shout out, shout out, um, and um, just just people that you, I remember seeing a quote it was like the five people you hang around most you become or something yes. like that. And I was like, um, I just want to constantly surround myself with positive influences that are that are going to drive me through this rehab period where it is difficult. You. Yeah. As, as you know in, in rehab when you when you can't play and um yeah it can get can get lonely so i started we were obviously all, all, all in some ways addicted to to our phones so I, I thought you know we spent a lot of time on this so why don't i start a whatsapp i said to to buggy and to another friend you invite one friend so then it started um it started uh yeah with three members ended up having about 10 in there and uh, you, we, we just, whether it be business or sport or, or life in general, we just used to flick through things on the daily that would, would remind us of either, you know, gratitude or um, an inspiring video or um, uh, an article that was like fascinated, fascinating or, or you could learn off. Just, just literally things along the way that were just positive influences. So then I came up with the idea um, every Monday we'd do a random act of kindness. Mm-hmm. So um, we'd take it in turns and someone and and someone would 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 do it every monday so yeah we so that 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 was just an amazing experience i think um just in in general in life we probably do things for others that you know take for granted but you just don't don't realize that you're doing Mm -hmm. and then other times you get caught you get so caught up in what you're doing that you actually miss those opportunities so yeah we used to just do little things like uh, i'd I'd, i'd do it one morning and say hey guys um Right, uh, I was at, I was filling up my car this morning, um, and there was a, a lady lady behind me. It was early in the morning. I just I, I paid for her her petrol, my petrol. Should have seen like the look on her face. Next day, you know, um, buggy would say I pay for someone's coffee or or pay for someone's like thing. And not just not just paying stuff. I went to you know one guy was like I went to went to work and told someone told someone how much I really pre- told three people how much I really appreciated what they do here mm. and the relationship I have with them things like that that actually Huge. yeah look that you actually just because of life in general and how and how busy you can get or, or, or how caught up you can get you actually yeah. miss those opportunities and um yeah before coming on the show today we I wanted to do a couple of things in this episode one of them one of the, one of them was to throw a challenge out to your listeners yes um we, we like you pick a day yep after the episode gets released where we do a random act of kindness day yep. a dylan friends yes. random act of kindness and maybe they can whether it be a photo on it on, or a video on their instagram story photo video message you're gonna upload and you tag me and cogs and we're gonna share them yeah we'll share them and, and um and just, just yeah, want to spread the love, spread, spread the, the love, love so. spread the gratitude, and um, no, I'm all about it, man. And it's something definitely that I've learned so much from you this year. I think I, I don't know if I've told you this story, but my my experience with the gratitude thing happened uh, where it really took off for me. And I, I've been pra- like, you know, it's a practice, really. You yep. have to practice it every day because it's things, you know, things are tough, and you got to always come back and level yourself out. But I'll never forget this story. And um, the boys that were there, they'll laugh at this, but. Basically, when I was at Carlton, and it was the end of my, it sort of ended my time there at Carlton, and I was so, you know, I was over, over, it and just wanted to to get going and move on with my life. And anyway, the the um, psych at the club did this speech, and he said, 
Now, today he brought in all these ke- the sheep's brains, like yep. these little sheep's brains. And I was like, what is going on here? Anyway, we got these we got little sheep's brains in front of us and we've got these little toothpicks with labels and stuff and we're labeling all the things in the toothpaste. This is at a, um, a, like a camp at AFL level. <clears throat> anyway, so we're labeling all these parts and there was like, you know, the frontal caudal and all these sort of things. Then there was this one part called the hypothalamus. I'll never forget the name. It's the hypothalamus. Anyway, the hypothalamus is a part of the brain that when you practice, sorry, it's a part of the brain that is controlled, controls your determination. Yep. So studies have shown that the more gratitude you show, the more grateful you are in life, the more determined you'll be. And anyway, at the time I was like, whatever, this is this is silly. But I just thought, I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to commit to it, be grateful. And at the start, I had to force it because sometimes you don't, even though you've got so many amazing things in life, you don't, until you actually realize it, yep. it's hard to do. Oh, okay. So we, we started forcing it, forcing it, forcing it. And anyway, finished up at Carlton. It was all good. And then it goes to the pair of the mind thing. And this is before, obviously, we met. Yep. But I was like, you know what? I'm so grateful for my opportunity. Thank you so much. But... I feel like I've got some something left. Like, yep. I want to go, I, I want to move into state. And I'm thinking, like, you know, the Giants would be a good fit. I swear to God, bro, the next day, phone call. Giants want to fly up and have a meeting. Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. And, and it was crazy, man. Yeah. I think that, uh, and then I think people get can get um, mistaken in the fact that that was just by pure chance luck. No. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, it's not. And uh, the funniest thing is, so we flew up. And I was with Lockie Keefe, so it was two of us, and we're both going for the same role. And had our medicals, had the meeting with Leon, and I came back the next day, like, loved it, it was awesome. And Leon called me, he goes, um, mate, we're going to go with Keefe. And I was yep. like, okay, that's cool. Like, no, I really appreciate it. Like, thanks so much. He goes, but the rookie draft's in another month, so, like, just not sure. Like, we can't commit to anything, but we'll just see what happens. Anyway, obviously being delisted that stage, whatever, I went home, and... People were saying to me, what are you doing next year? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, in my head, I'm like, I was just saying, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to chill out. I might go on a holiday or whatever. But in my head, I'd say, no, no, I'm going to the Giants. Like, yep. it's already exactly. happened. Like, I'm already there. I just yep. haven't committed to it yet. Exactly. Yeah. And the weirdest thing, man, like, that happened. Like, it just happened the way I played it out. Yeah. That's like, uh, yeah, I think that the, the, that power of the mind, laws of attraction, whatever you want to call it, is such a, such a powerful thing. Yeah. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember, like, for, for me, particularly in, in the last couple of years with, with my footy and interests outside of footy, I've I've set myself goals and had things in my head um, that I've achieved. And that's so fulfilling, for like, you, like yeah. you actually putting that out there where, like, the Giants for you was the was the next step you saw in your head and you committed and, and had your mind and, and you saw yourself already in that space to actually come through. Like, I remember, I remember there's, there's a clip. There's a clip that I was that I that I actually sent around sent around in that WhatsApp group when it, when it first started. And it was like um, I might have shown you. It was like of Jim Carrey, yes, and he was on Oprah. The check, yeah, and he and he so people people can watch it. But um, he was telling Oprah that he he, he wrote a check for for ten million dollars. This is before he had any gigs, and yep. he was just a, an actor up and coming. And he and he'd go for a drive in his car every night and just visualize um, him having everything he wanted in life and yep. becoming an actor and becoming a comedian and, and whatnot and so he just constantly reminded himself every day every day in his wallet he'd open up every time you go to pay something which you know he'd, he'd have you know a couple bucks but he'd, he'd have the check written there for 10 million dollars and then um after telling that story he said um 
he dated it, and so that that was that was the big thing. So a lot of a lot of my goals that I that I write down time frame have to be clear and have to have a yeah. date. So, and he dated it, and then he said about a month before he got a call saying he was going to get paid ten million dollars to do, to do Dumb and Dumb. <laughs> so, so good. So it was like for me, I was like, well, maybe I can do this. Yeah, hundred percent. Some of the things, yeah. not not ten million dollars, but um but yeah yeah it's so good man and i'm definitely gonna just keep doing it this year and just see what we can do with it but um mate as we said earlier maybe you could get on like maybe you could write down like you could be on like the virgin australia planes on the podcast um so to celebrate this to celebrate the random acts of kindness to celebrate the gratitude uh you said dill i'm the man of the people you're, you're the voice of the people. <laughs> this is what you said. I said, you said, Dill, you're the man of the people. I said, I'm the voice of the people. Let's do some good. I said, Cogsy, right on, brother. So, mate, we've got a, we've got a bit of a giveaway for a special young man uh, today. So, do you want to explain to the listeners what we're doing? Yeah, there was a, st- there was a story on um, the Giants um, media stuff during the week on their website around um, a kid called Jack Shannon who um, pretty much the, the story came about. His dad first tweeted a couple of, couple of the players – um, a couple of years ago, about um, Jack's condition with, with with cancer, big fan of the club since the since the get go, and then um, we we yeah so I I hit him back. I think Jeremy Cameron hit him back. A couple of the boys hit him back, and then we ended up getting him um, uh, getting him into the club. Him and his him and his dad and his family um, to a couple of training sessions, and um, the club have been fantastic with that. Just recently, he's just he's just beaten his um, yep. his, his cancer. Um, great kid. And so, yeah, you and I both come up with a bit of a giveaway. So, we're going to give him, Jack, if you're listening, you're getting a signed Stephen Cornelio GWS jumper. You're getting a Dylan Friends t-shirt. You're getting a Bonds gift pack. And you're getting a Machelaria. Yeah, Machelaria. We're getting a Machelaria. You're getting a Machelaria. (laughs) Machelaria. Or same as Salaria. Same as Salaria. We're getting you're getting a massillary. Unsayed. You're getting a, <laughs> <Unsayed. laughs> a massillaria voucher, which is Cogsy's restaurant. We'll touch on that later again. But mate, uh, you've been through a lot. I'm so happy to so happy to be a part of it. And Cogsy's idea, and I'm just happy to be here. So, um, mate, you're getting that. And also, between Cogs and myself, uh, between Cogs and the Dylan Friends podcast, one thousand uh, dollars is getting donated to the Royal Westmead Children's Hospital. Um. We're also going to set up a, a little a little page where we're hoping that you guys can help us out. Um, if you're a Stephen Keneally or Dylan Friends fan, please dig deep uh, into your pockets and your hearts and uh, and donate some money to that. The links will be on our Instagrams and we'll be sharing those posts. So if you enjoyed the episode um, of what's been today, please jump on and uh, Cogs and myself are going to go and present that check. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's our random act of kindness so yes. I, let's let's see whatever that's our do. one done and then yeah. um guys see what you guys can do for that yeah mate you got some big uh business interests off field uh you obviously got the restaurants massillaria uh one in bondi one in melbourne um one of the best steakhouses uh steak restaurants in in the world actually so what was that the other day you put up it was top in the top six was it so we finished fourth. Fourth. Yeah, so there's a so big big seven which is a, a um international travel magazine um, yeah, rated for for travellers the best sort of steak experience um, that they could get. Um, 
and yeah, that, that, they ca- they they came in a couple. They came in a couple of times. I was chatting to our manager down at the Richmond store. Didn't think too much about it, um, and then uh, yeah, well, people should go down and, and and check it out in terms of check if, it out. If, if it is fourth best in the world. But yeah. it was a yeah, it was it was a nice little feat for us. So there was about one and a so they had some experts from their magazine that came down and sussed it out, and then there was almost you know a million uh, yeah one point five million people that voted, wow. and, and we finished up in, uh, in in fourth spot. So. Yeah, nice little moment. Mate, it was fantastic, and I've eaten there many a time. It is, honestly, not just saying this, it is one of the best steaks I've had. Steaks, sausages, it's got everything, really, doesn't it? Meat, fish. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, if you're, everything veg- there. If, if and you're vegetarian, all, there's, still, there's, still, there's still some options for you. But um, you, you can still come. You're not really welcome, yeah, but you can come. Yeah, there's, there's, drink, there's <laughs> drinks there. <laughs> there's drink. We'll find some lettuce. Yeah. Um, no, so that's, that's one thing that we're going. And it was funny, when I was over in Italy, I was actually texting you because... I was seeing Maslaria everywhere yeah. over there. And I'm like, geez, yeah. these blokes have robbed Cox's <laughs> restaurant now. <laughs> Not realising that that actually means... Yeah, it translates to the butcher shop. Yeah. yeah. So, I was just seeing a lot of butcher shops Yeah. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It, yeah. Um, another fun fact I've got, mate. You're a terrible driver. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. You're yeah. a terrible driver. You've... You've had the old Captiva. It's been traded in. It was it was beaten. It was beaten. It had every single kilometre. You, you should have seen this. He, he's one of the the supreme players in the AFL, and he was driving around this car. I've, I've never seen anything like it. It was it was embarrassing. Uh, now Kia's come on board. They've they've helping him out. He's got the Kia Sportage, beautiful car. Yeah. Uh, if Kia listening, I love Kia Sportages, and uh, I'm a good driver. But um, you've had the car for a month, and you've already crashed it. <laughs> what do you have to say? I don't know if Kia know that. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't say anything more than I, I am a shocking driver. Yeah, um, I'm impatient. I know that much, and I, I blame half of it probably on Sydney roads, and the rest on um, on me just being <laughs> horrific driver. The the I remember I remember when when I used to live with Heath and Johnny. Literally every week they'd be like, "You're a shocking driver. You're a shocking." Like, this uh, every everything would come back to like. <laughs> And I shouldn't have. I, I go, you know what? Yeah, I've never, I've not, I haven't had a crash in a while, but oh. I used to say that. And then um, one day they dropped me at the airport. <laughs> one day they dropped me at the airport. And they were driving home. <laughs> sure, he's done this hook turn. So it was Johnny. So Johnny's in the front seat, all 200 centimeters of him. Yep. Sure, he um, was driving, and he reckons he missed a turn. So they've been telling me for, for for two years I'm a shocking driver. He's done this hook turn, and this girl's t-boned him. Lucky, but not joking. Lucky both of them to 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 be alive. I saw some of the photos afterwards, and they played a game in in um you know three days later. <laughs> so they've written off the car, and um luckily they're all okay. I think Johnny's reckons his phone phone went flying about forty meters and had to recover it, so he was only worried about that. Sure, he was a little bit rattled up, but since then every time they've come up with your shocking driver, I say, you bring that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, maybe I this might be not good in your favour, but I have on good authority. The biggest problem for you is no, is knowing the difference between drive and reverse. Uh, there might have been a time, Father's Day, back in Perth, you're in a rush to get out <laughs> the cricket nets. Uh, you're at bloody Sandro's garage. He's got the beautiful roller door there. Yeah, yeah. You're in a rush, as you said. <clears throat> Yeah. Put it in drive, what you thought was drive, reverse, straight through the roller door and took yeah. out his brand new barbecue. Well it was it was um it was it was Christmas Eve. Oh, it was Christmas Eve. <laughs> so <laughs> even better. <laughs> it was Christmas Eve. And um this was the year before um 
this was the year before I played in the Waffle Grand Final. So Andrew Cracker was was like just a mentor for me at the time. I remember he texted me randomly. He just sent me text messages. Um, no, he just dropped that one in there. Good on you, mate. Huh? Matthew Andrew Cracker. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the show. He's yeah, doing he some keynote speaking <laughs> if anyone wants to. Um, and uh, he texted me the night before saying, um, oh, meet me at the club at 7 o'clock tomorrow for, for training. And I was like, it's Christmas Eve tomorrow, you know? Like, yeah. And like at that time, you're like, you know, um, all right, because it's him, I'll do it. So I text. I said to Dad, "Can you can we can we get up early and go?" He said, "Yeah, no worries. I'll, I'll, I'll wake you up." So I just started. I just got my L's at that point, um, and and uh, I've gotten the, I've gotten the car still half asleep, and <laughs> just just yeah, just I literally put the hand on the wheel, put it in what I thought what I thought was reverse, and then <laughs> done the old look behind oh, as well, no. and then as I've gone forward, I've I've actually initially hit the hit the door, and then in shock and hesitation, I've gone... I've Whiskey gone throttle. More. I've gone for... The car's... Ra- the car's the, the garage door's wrapped around me. So dad, dad, dad gets out. He's yelling and screaming. And he's yelling. Like, I still remember. He's like, get out, get out, get out. I said, Dad, I actually can't. I can't. <laughs> this door's wrapped on me. And then we get out. The barbecue's, the barbecue's like on the, on the lawn, smashed to pieces. <laughs> And then uh, obviously we'll be able to beep it out, but he's 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 funniest quote from me. He goes, "Oh my goodness!" He goes, "Merry f-ing Christmas." <laughs> yeah, that, that, that usually gets a run uh, with, with all my cousins around Christmas Day. It's when when when, uh, when you're firing at the barbecue, yeah. Sammy. <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas. That is so. Cool. <laughs> How are you the favourite when you've just done all this so much? I don't know. I don't know, mate, but. The other but kids, I definitely am. Yeah, the other kids must be even yeah. worse. Seriously, <clears throat> um, mate. Last one. I want to touch on your love of the round ball. Your love of soccer. It's uh, you, you're obviously a big man. I want to touch on this first though. So, you love your you love your footy. Yeah. Football. Sorry. Uh, you've obviously got the England passport. You're the English passport, and you got the Italian passport. Yeah. How do you split it? Are you, have you got one? You, what do you say? Yeah. Who do you go for, the the Italian team or the English? Because I know yeah. you walk around in the Italian top. Then when they didn't qualify last year for the World Cup, you come yeah. in the next day, you're in your English top. That's I don't know, I don't know, but it's but it's um, I just say I'm fifty fifty. So I say whatever. If you had to play for one though, if you were in the, you had the choice. Probably Italian. Probably is that because you stay, you dive, and you stay? Oh, they, wear a, they, they, they wear they they wear Armani suits. So. <laughs> 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 we're Armani suits I saw them rocking up to the game yesterday in, in Armani suits they're sponsored by Armani and, and they they look they look they look fresh so I'd probably say them okay okay uh, Juventus is your team obviously Ronaldo uh, good player yeah pretty good star yeah uh, this year so the season just started hasn't it a couple of weeks in yeah yeah who's your pick for the uh, EPL and Champions League what, what do you think? It's, it's, I'm, 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 I'm going to say City again in the Premier League. I think, um, I think they'll they'll get it again. I think Pep's just a just a wizard as a, as a coach and manager. And then, um, yeah, I, I always said, I always said in my predictions that Juventus would win the Champions League the second year with Ronaldo, not the first year. Um, so oh, some really? people would would yeah. back to differ with yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, I think we'll be better off this year and uh, and and get the chocolates in the uh, in the Champions League this year. That'd be huge. And you're actually heading over at the end of the year to to Europe to have a bit of a look around. 
look tour some clubs with Toby. Yeah, yeah, we t- Tony and I um, heading over October, so yeah, we're checking out a couple um, couple clubs and 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 whatnot. So it's going to be a yeah, going to be a great trip. But yeah, just something that you know, a couple of the boys have a have a keen interest in, and um, yeah, can't wait for it. Hey, so Messaleria, obviously one of my favourite restaurants. Uh, you got the one in Sydney in Bondi, which is just the hot spot, uh, and then the, the new one in Richmond's about so twelve months old now. Yep. Um, what's what's a, what's a, the theme of the restaurant? How can we get in? What are we expecting? What's the vibe? So, our, our slogan is the butcher that cooks for you. So, pretty much, it's it's set up around. You walk in the cabinets. The cabinets right there. Yeah. Um, you walk along the cabinets. Select. You get which, to actually choose your. You get, yeah, you get to select which one, which one you want. Um, if you want a steak, if you want a burger, if you want a fish, if you want um, chicken. Uh, what sides you want the bars right there as well um tell us what you want go sit down we'll cook for you bring it out to you yeah done um stay for as little as long as you want love it um spend as much as, <laughs> as, as much as you want but so yeah perfect the, the the idea around um taking it down to um down to down, down to Richmond in, in in Melbourne was obviously close to the to the to the sporting precinct around yeah. the, and then the MCG so head to the head yeah, to dinner before a yeah, game particular footy finals coming up um, get there at five o'clock before seven thirty walk to the G walk to the G great great experience and then obviously the buzz around that area so yeah be sure to check it out if you want there you go footy fans also if you're going to do that make sure you get down to the restaurant take a photo. Tag me in it. I'm going to repost it on the uh, the Dylan Friends page, okay? So we want to get some more people down to Masseria. Um Maybe get the headphones on as well, listen to the podcast whilst um, whilst eating a nice yep. steak. <laughs> we, na- we named um, we named because uh, yeah, we named the burger after Dustin Martin. Did you? So, so there's a has he been down there? Yet? He's been down there. He's been down there, but uh, like he, like a, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ask him to ever do, <laughs> ever do a post for it. Oh yeah, like of course. No. But it, but it's called, uh, it's all Italian theme, so Dustino Martino. Oh, that's handsome. So you know me and Dusty are friends now as well with the whole bonds oh, yeah? partnership. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. Yeah, like, I've seen the commercials in. Yeah, similar sort of so, stature. So if it. you're down there, so if, maybe if you take a photo with the Dustino Martino, get down there, take the photo with the Dustino Martino, tag myself, Cogs. Bonds and Dustin and uh, <laughs> we're all mates. So let's just do it. <laughs> uh, Cogs, that's all I've got for you, man. Thank you so much for your time. Um, I really, really honestly appreciate it and uh, thanks for teaching me a lot about uh, gratitude and mindset and um, best of luck, man. I know there's plenty of good things coming your way, uh, especially you know towards the season's end and after that, you're going to do good things and I uh, can't wait to say that uh, we're friends. Well, yeah. I uh, first off say thank you to you, and um, but just reiterate how good of a job you are doing. Thank and, you. Um, I, could, I could say the same things about you in terms of your future and and what not only your podcasting holds but your life holds. So thanks for having me on. Thanks, Godzi. This episode was proudly brought to you by Bonds. Thanks again for listening to the show. If you loved it, please rate and leave a review. If you have any feedback, want to suggest a guest or advertise with Dylan Friends, you can contact me via email, dylan at dylanfriends.com or slide into my DMs on Instagram, at dillbuckley or at dylanfriends. 
For bonus content and giveaways, sign up to the email list at www.dylanfriends.com. And to get notifications on release, make sure you subscribe via iTunes or wherever else you listen to the show. And remember, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play. AFL, here we go. Carlton versus Melbourne with no ad breaks during play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two uh, got together, well, not the last time, when I was there, I kicked three. Freo versus Swans, live with no ad breaks during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints, live with no ad breaks during play, is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There's absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO. Now also available on Hubble.